yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome in TSC. Gonna talk a little bit about this old Panthers game that's happening, and uh, see how the Cowboys match up in this one. They've been, uh, they've been, been balling, bro. We talked about that on the day after. They've been balling, so. Maybe see some more of that on Sunday. This is um, this is not an easy test for for Dallas uh, by any stretch. I know a lot of people think like, "Hey, this is an easy double digit win." I'm not as convinced. I thought maybe a little closer to game time, I'd feel better about it, but I'm still not, man. I still think it's going to be a close game. Dallas should win, and I fully expect to win. But this is a different matchup. I think it's a bad matchup for Dallas. It's more what I'm trying to get at. And I don't know, man. I just I just don't think I can fully come in confident and say, yeah, for sure, we're coming in. We're coming for it all. We're going to dominate this game. I just I just don't see it. I don't see it yet. And it scares me a little bit because, man, 3-1, and one, oh, that'll feel so much better than 2-2. Two and two. And I can tell you, if we, if we fall 2-2, two and two, I mean, I fully expect we'd beat the Giants. But that road game over to... Uh, to New England. I don't feel good about that one. I don't ever feel good about going up against Belichick on the road. Especially on the road. So you could talk about a 3-3 three and three start right there if you lose this game tomorrow. Kind of scares me. Scares me just a little bit. I, I need I need some people to give me some more confidence about this game and we'll go over some things and maybe I'll feel better by the end of the video I will have a score prediction and all that so I mean let's hop in I, a couple of nuggets that I saw I just want to there was some inactives and roster moves and stuff like that so a big story throughout the week was Randy Gregory and Tony Pollard both missed Thursday's practice. And uh, we're now, from Mike McCarthy and several others, uh, he didn't participate on that practice Thursday, but we're good on uh, on Randy. A little bit of a knee thing. Mike McCarthy said both of them should be a go, should be good to go. Pollard actually missed practice for the birth of his little baby girl so congrats to tp20 run your ass off for her on sunday go get you a dub make it even sweeter so uh yeah as far as all that goes we should be good having randy there is a big deal he should already have like three sacks on the year but all they're doing is holding them they're doing that against micah too so i'm a I'm a big fan of what Randy's doing, and a lot of people are just kind of looking at the stat sheet and saying, ah, well, 
Can't get any, uh, can't get any sacks. I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like he's doing a lot more than just, you know, what shows up on the stat sheet. And if you want to just go by like pressures and stuff like that, he's having a damn good start. He's only played two games, you know, his first game back was that Chargers game and he was doing a little something in that game, but he definitely got his legs back underneath him against, uh, against the Eagles. And he's going up against Cam Irving most of the time tomorrow. We know, we know him. So I fully expect Randy to be doing some stuff uh, whenever it comes to rushing the passer. He stops to run well too. We're not going up against a good old line. We'll we'll get into that, but I fully expect Randy to eat. Other things, um, we had roster moves today. Malik Turner, um, he is activated. Austin Fialio, I only saw him, Fialu, y'all help me out. Um, I only saw him in preseason, and I say saw him very, very lightly. <laughs> uh, Justin Hamilton, uh, he, he's back up from the practice squad. He's going to play again. Had a decent game against Philly, serviceable. Uh, Ralston. Argyle's finest. Uh, he'll be back on the team as well as Jeremy Sprinkle. Both of them are coming in for Keanu Neal and Bradley and Nye. Both of them out with the Cove. Not good. I don't like that. I'd really rather have them. <laughs> so, not a big fan of definitely not Keanu Neal and then not having Bradley and I man yeah, that matters it matters but we're not going up against a good old line I'm not as worried about it as I mean when we didn't have um maybe it was Randy the was Randy the Chargers game that he missed I think Randy missed the Chargers game yeah so that's right so what am i even talking but he's only played two games that's the overarching point i was making so i'm not as concerned whenever we were going up against the chargers because that's a pretty pretty decent old line this is not i mean they're not very good run blocking they're not very good pass blocking from what i saw like the saints and the texans kind of got after them a little bit and I mean, I would expect nothing different from Dallas. Pass rush been looking real, real, real nice. And like I said, I think they can get him. Uh, Sam Darnold, if you put pressure on him, historically speaking, I mean, it's just a matter of time. He'll throw you one. Uh, I, I dove into the film on uh, the Texans game even couple of should be picks a little he's got a little Jameis in him when he gets pressured he'll throw you the football it's kind of the opposite of Dak Dak's like when he gets blitzed he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league at that category like he still completes like 60% of his passes and that's insane Sam Darnold it's more in like 
40%, you know? That's what a lot of, that's where the difference lies with a lot of quarterbacks. Like, you're either good and elite, and you're bad. Like, those are the categories of against the blitz, and most of the time you're going to get blitzed on third down. So, that's a big down, right? I would have, I would assume we'd be talking, I don't know, Micah Parsons. Is he going to play defensive end again? I know Randy will be there. I mean, are we talking about Brent Urban again? He had a nice game. I mean, I know Osa Odigizua. He's going to do his thing. Boy, is special. He's breaking out. I'm excited about that. So, the thing with the Panthers, they will be missing some people too. J.C. Horn, non-contact injury. He was one of the guys I wanted in Dallas uh, coming up in this draft. So, that's going to be... He's going to be missed. He's going to be missed in that. So, that's a tough loss for them. Especially, you need all the secondary you can get. Even with no Michael Gallup. Cedric Wilson has shown he can make plays. Mario Cooper should be healthier this week. Uh, and CD. I mean, CD does what he does. The tight ends do what they do. Especially Schultz these days. And you know the running backs, just two-headed monster back there. O-line's playing good. This offense is tough to beat. It's tough to match up with. That said, I think think the Panthers have a defense that is aggressive enough, flying to the football enough, um, physical enough to cause a little bit of problems. Like, I don't expect them to be shutting us down or anything like that. So don't don't misconstrue uh, construe what I'm saying. I'm saying more, I don't think that... I don't think it's going to be as smooth sailing as people think. I don't know. I could be wrong, and I really hope that I am. There's just something about this game. I don't get these feelings very often something about this game where it feels like a bad matchup don't know why I know their offense isn't really gonna do much I'm worried about us maybe maybe getting behind the chains a couple of times turning the ball over that's what I'm worried about I'm worried about us letting them stay in the game too long and then it comes to a coin flip you know, or whoever has the ball last, and it's not how you want to play in the NFL. You want to you want to put them away early, you know, especially teams that you're better than. There's when you play really good teams or teams that are better than you, that close game thing just happens, you know, and it is basically whoever has the ball last. But against teams that you're better than, which I mean, we're better than the Panthers. That's just all there is to it like overall as a team and you should win the game so don't let them hang around and do the things that I'm kind of scared might happen it's a very aggressive defense Dak is extremely good against the blitz so I expect him to ball just 
just scared that maybe he won't ball as much as I want him to, or there'll be some unlucky things that happen. O-line doesn't hold up as well. Maybe we miss a block or two. We're talking about just bad things. That's my only fear. However, I'm still expecting a win. Just think it's going to be a little closer than people think. So, as always, we always pop in and go ball to ball, right? Or each side of the ball against each other. Who has the advantage? And that usually paints a picture for who's going to win the game. So in the trenches, we'll start with Carolina and we'll start with their O-line like I was talking about. Got Cam Irving over there at left tackle. Dennis Daly. Matt Paradis, who's a decent center from my knowledge. John Miller and Taylor Motan, I think. Motan, who knows. But, tell you this, like I said, it's not a good O-line. We should have our way with this. That's going to go up against Randy Gregory, Osa Digizua, Brent Urban. I'm throwing Chauncey Golston in there because, number one, he was all over the field. They played him outside and they played him inside. I expect that again. And I think he's a really good matchup from what I saw on film. He can get after guys like John Miller and Maton. You let Osa go on either one of those guys, but I'm saying I think Chauncey could have a big game. At least get some pressures, couple of stunts there, forcing Darnold to maybe roll out into a, a Micah Parsons sack, something like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick Chauncey inside, cheat a little bit, make him like a you know five technique five technique defensive end, and then Micah Parsons on the edge. Fully expect a lot of that. Saw some reports that said that he played a little more linebacker this week. I don't know. I don't know what the plan will be. Maybe they're leaking that to maybe throw him off. A lot of fun things you could do with Micah Parsons, man. <laughs> He's like all over the place. It's crazy to me how versatile this kid is. And the fact that we got him where we got him and traded back to get him. He's the most valuable player on the defense right now. Because... I mean, where would we be at? He he filled in Demarcus Lawrence's role in his second game in the NFL. And he just took over Micah Parsons' role. And it was like he'd been there for three years. This kid's going to be incredible. He already is. He's going to be incredible. Just wait until he figures the game out. You know what I mean? Micah Parsons, bro. I can go on for days about that, man. But regardless, on that matchup, Dallas has got that all day. D-line over there, O-line, no questions, no doubt in my mind. I think we'll wreak havoc there. Now, flipping over to Carolina's D-line and Dallas's O-line. Carolina, Brian Burns, guy can play. Derek Brown, first round pick last year. He can play. 
Daquan Jones, he can play. Morgan Fox, very underrated. He can play. And then they send Hassan Reddick a whole lot off the edge and other places too. He's an athlete. You know, he's a freak athlete. He does similar things that Parsons does pass rushing wise. Like a lot of speed. He He's good. That's going to go up against Tyron Smith, who he looks like old Tyron Smith. He, he's ready to go. You never really hear his name, and that's because he just silences people now. Like, he looks like the old Tyron Smith, where you set it, forget it. You don't have to worry about pressure coming from that side, and you just go party, man. I like it. Uh, Connor Williams. Having a very underrated season. Gets uh, way too much hate because he had a couple of holding calls on Monday. Trust me, he's doing fine. (laughs) So, uh, we're good there. As far as um, center, that's where we're not as good. Tyler Biotish, we got to figure something out, man. Pass protection is putrid from, from Tyler Biotish and... His run blocking is actually pretty good. If you'll notice, he's got room to run up the middle, talking about Zeke and even Pollard. Like, when Pollard's in there, we don't run him up the gut as much, but Biotish does plow the lane a little bit in the run game. But, man, when explosive dudes get underneath him in pass protection, I just see him get carried right into Dak's lap way too much. And... We got to figure something out about that because uh, we can't have like Derek Brown wreck this game, right? I'm already worried about the edges a little bit because, you know, once we get past Zach Martin, we're going over to Terrence Steele, who, hey, I think he's having an awesome year. Like, he has definitely shut the haters up. I didn't expect much from him, and he's been rock solid. Like, I don't even know if he's given up a sack. He's maybe given up, like, some pressures. But dudes look really good. I, I worry about him against Hassan Reddick. That's what I'm talking about. So, that's where it gets a little questionable for me. And if we got Hassan Reddick kind of handling Terrence Steele, and then we got Derek Brown plowing over Biotish. That's what I'm talking about. That's what that's the stuff that's making me nervous that I was going over in the, you know, little prequel of this. I I'm worried about those two. I think Carolina definitely has the matchup uh, advantage when it comes to that. So, it's a wash in the trenches. And that kind of stuff worries me. I'm just being real. It worries me. Let's hop over to skill positions. So, let's start with Carolina's, you know, we'll just go through wide receivers, you know. Uh, DJ Moore, he's awesome. (laughs) He's awesome. Robbie Anderson is off to a slower start, but still a deep threat, can still get you done over the top. And he has against the Cowboys, albeit a much different Cowboys defense. But I think we all remember the 2019 Jets game. 
Terrence Marshall, pretty decent low rookie. Uh, he can play. Uh, so, you know, is what it is. It's going to roll up against Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis. Is Donovan Wilson getting his job back? I haven't heard anything about him. For right now, I'll just say J-Ron Curse because it might be tough to get back on the field. <laughs> Dude, J-Ron Curse is balling. So I think that I think he might have locked up that strong safety job. I love Donovan Wilson. I think J-Ron Curse, at least right now, he's flying around a little bit more than than even I saw Dono do last year. He doesn't have the same ball skills. I think Dono's a little better in coverage. Man, J-Ron Curse has been a very nice surprise. And don't get me wrong, I fully expect both of them on the field together a whole bunch because that's what Dan Quinn's been doing. He's playing J-Ron Curse as like a big nickel cornerback. Uh, uh, seen him play a linebacker. He plays safe, you know, normal safety. I mean, he's putting them all over the place. So I fully expect Donovan Wilson to be, you know, on the field. I say majority of the snaps. Right now, it's tough to take Curse off the field, man. So I'll say J. Ron Curse. And then uh, DeMonte KZ, he's been rock solid. He's been good as advertised. He looks healthy. That's your free safety. I love it. I'm going to say push only because I think Robbie Anderson might, he might mess with Anthony Brown a little bit. I think DJ Moore will make some plays, but I don't, I don't see the advantage for Carolina here, but I also don't see the advantage for Dallas. I think it'll be a, a push pull give and take. You know, they'll make a big play, and then the opposite side will make a big play. So I expect, like, back and forth a lot. So I'll go, yeah, I mean, I'll go push. I don't really, I don't really see an advantage for either one. Now, as far as Dallas's wide receivers and Carolina's secondary, you got Amari Cooper, you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Cedric Wilson. We were just talking about that. It's going to go up against Dante Jackson, A.J. Bouye. I think their slot corner typically is, from what I remember, I want to say Rashawn Melvin, Thomas Oliver the third, one of those two. All I know is in the slot, they're a little below average. I know that. Jeremy Chin is an awesome safety. Sean Chandler is decent, but that's advantage Cowboys. Been saying it, man. Till proven otherwise, and as long as Dak is throwing the rock, I don't see anybody that uh, that matches up with these with these guys. <laughs> so. Um, all right, let's go to the rest of the skill positions. Go running back slash tight ends. 
Christian McCaffrey is out for this game. You'll be seeing Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman in this one at running back. And that'll be uh, Ian Thomas and Tommy Trimble for the Panthers at tight end. You'll see that go up against the linebackers of Cowboys. Who's going to play linebacker? I mean, I guess LVE and Jalen again. That kind of makes me nervous a little bit, huh? Because, I mean, no McCaffrey. I mean, you're automatically at a better advantage there. If they had McCaffrey, I mean, I'd be going advantage Panthers, and it really wouldn't be close. I'm thinking about it with LVE and Jalen playing linebacker. If we're playing Parsons at linebacker, I'd say advantage Cowboys. I'm going to say push again. I just don't see either one having an advantage. Once again, I think they'll trade big plays. I think Chuba Hubbard will get loose a couple of times. I think you'll see Ian Thomas catch a couple of passes. I don't really... Tommy Trimble will maybe hit a seam on you whenever he gets matched up on Jalen. I don't know. I don't really see an advantage for either one. So that's a push. Now, when we go over to Dallas, we're talking about uh, our Dallas's running backs and tight ends and whatnot. We're talking about Zeke and Pollard. You could arguably say is the best one-two punch in the league right now. Arguably, maybe behind like a Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but let's say there's it's not very very many that are even in a conversation with those two right now. Zeke continues to just have incredible body lean and is way more nimble than he has been in years past, and he's balling, bro. And Tony Pollard has been the same Tony Pollard, if not better, since he has been since 2019. So, that's, uh, that already would be an advantage over a lot of teams in the NFL without even taking consideration Dalton Schultz has been balling this year. Blake Jarwin is having a nice year, like perfect tight end to and... That's going to go up against like Shaq Thompson and Jermaine Carter Jr. Shaq Thompson can play. He can cover ground. He can just cover in general. Uh, Jermaine Carter is, I believe, more of a run stopper, if I'm not mistaken. So it's still going to be advantage Cowboys, even with Shaq Thompson out there who can play. Until I see this two-headed monster stopped, like the only the only time they were stopped was against Tampa Bay, but they were both catching passes too. Tony Pollard had a couple of big plays against Tampa Bay, and then since week two, they've been pounding the rock. Offensive lines blocking well, and. Zeke and Pollard both making plays. So, 
about a good a, about as good of a thunder and lightning that I've seen since Marion Barber and Julius Jones. Just throwing it out there. We had Tashard Choice in those days too. He was really your home run hitter. Julius Jones was kind of I mean, he was fast and he did have some home run speed, but Tashar Choice was kind of like your home run back. It's not really comparable. I can't think of the last time I've seen something like this. It's fun. It's fun to watch. So Dallas takes that one there. That rounds out our skill positions. Now we go to the most important position on the field. Go quarterbacks. So Sam Darnold looks competent in Carolina. He has much better help. The Jets are a pathetic organization. They've proven it time and time again. So Sam Darnold is playing a whole lot better. But like I said at the beginning too, throw a little pressure on him. He starts to kind of rethink his decisions. He'll start have that Jameis, right? Deer in the headlights. Oh, I'll throw it up. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. I don't really know what to do. I, I expect Dallas to rattle Darnold a little bit. That's not the part of the game that worries me. He is good. Or, I guess I should say this. He's better than he was on the Jets. I'm not ready to crown him and say, oh, it was all the Jets' fault because he was literally the worst quarterback in the whole NFL whenever he was with the Jets. I think that says something. Like, usually whenever you see quarterbacks in a bad situation and then they go somewhere else and you're like, see... You know, like he is actually good. We'll, we'll, we'll pump the brakes on that one so far because they don't look pathetic on the old franchise that they were at. You know what I mean? Like, he was horrible on the Jets. <laughs> so I'll say, let's wait before we crown Sam Darnold as an actual good quarterback because uh, I mean let's be real about this played the Texans and he played the Jets they played the Saints they caught the Saints and they made Jameis do Jameis things that's what I was talking about with this defense they forced Jameis to do the Jameis thing Whenever I see Sam Darnold get pressured, he got pressured a lot in that Houston game. He doesn't make as good of plays. If Houston was a better team, I think they win that game. They didn't have Davis Mills out there leading them. I think Houston could have easily won that game. So, that's going to go up against Rain Dakota Prescott. Comeback player of the year, Rain Dakota Prescott. You can go ahead and just give him the award. And then possible MVP? We're doing that yet? No? 
Just me? That's cool. I already pounded the table for that on the day after, so... Y'all gonna see. They'll have a big game. They'll have a big game in this one. I've started talking myself into uh, a pretty convincing Cowboys win. Because I was like, yeah, man, they really get to the quarterback. They blitz a lot. They wreck havoc. And I'm like, Dak, though. Dak does his thing, though. Like, what? Why am I scared? Why am I scared? It doesn't make any sense. We're talking about Rain Dakota Prescott, y'all. It's clearly advantage Cowboys in this matchup. And it's clearly advantage Cowboys in the football game. I'm going 31 21. Dallas and I might even be giving Carolina too much credit on how many points they're going to score I was more worried about a lower scoring game Dak's going to go off in this one man he's going to go off what am I talking about I was actually worried come on man it's 31-21 Cowboys Move to 3-1. and one. Go whoop the Giants next week. And you know what? Let's go beat the Patriots on the road. We'll get there. I don't, I don't overlook any teams in the NFL. I'm not already doing that. But we should win that game next week too. Just saying. Just saying. A couple more nuggets real quick. So... Forgot to get to these, but I thought these were pretty fun little stats. I'm going to pull these up real fast. So, the Cowboys, talking about their defense, they have an NFL high 10 defensive players. 10 defensive players with a max speed of 19 miles per hour. That's moving. They're almost speeding in a school zone. That's fast. According to Next Gen Stats, for comparison purposes, last year, they had three. <laughs> so, yeah. They're flying around. They're making plays. Dallas is doing the damn thing. Big fan of that big fan of that one more Cowboys are converting 54% on third down mostly due to your quarterback like I was talking about I expect them to have a really good third down game this game as well so your quarterback and offensive coordinator married together is typically what happens on third down got to have both they're also average time of possession is 32 minutes and 49 seconds as compared to their opponents which they let them have an average of 27 minutes and 10 seconds 
of possession per game. I'll possess them by a large margin, usually winning the game. Also, they're plus five in turnover margin. If you convert on third down at a high clip, if you possess the ball a whole lot, and you get turnovers and take care of the football on your end, the only team that beats you, or the only way you get beat, is if you leave Tom Brady a minute and a half at the end of the game to go get a field goal. That's it. Every every other way, every other team, every other situation, you win. Win the turnover battle, win time of possession, you win. And converting third downs is how you move move the ball forward, keep the possession. So they're all work together in that those three, though they sound simple, that that's the key. That's the key. Just keep doing what you're doing there and just reap the benefits. Reap the benefits. Anyway, that is all the time we have. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Uh, We will see you next time. And until next time, peace. Peace.